0: What's up, everybody? How are you doing today? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Elemental Evan Show. Today, we got episode number 23. It is a food for thought. So if you don't already know, these are my shorter episodes, or well, they tend to be shorter. And they're just kind of my rants uh, about different health topics. And so today is going to be Surviving the Holidays. And before we get into all of that, I just wanted to first off, thank you all for joining. And if you don't know uh, who I am, or if this is your first time listening to the podcast, my name is Evan Roberts. I am a health coach, a, a yoga teacher, as well as a meditation and breath work teacher and obviously the host of this podcast, Elemental Events Show, where we discuss all things health and uh, yeah, really nothing's off limits here. We just kind of get into any and everything health related. So uh, before we really totally start diving into surviving the holidays and the little tips and tricks I have for you for making sure everything runs smoothly. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment and talk about a few of the affiliates that I'm with and uh, first off, you already know it's the holidays (laughs) and I don't know about you but I'm a big hot chocolate fan. Uh, I love to, especially when the months start to get a little bit cooler and it's a little brisk outside, I like to have that nice hot cup of hot chocolate. The only problem is, you know, that little Swiss (laughs) Miss mixture that you typically buy is crazy high in sugars and other added things that don't need to be in there. So yes, I've been making my own hot chocolates, but they're kind of a hassle to make, to be quite honest. So what's been really nice here recently is Organifi, one of the companies I am working with. They have a formula for a drink powder. There's one called Harmony and they have one called Gold Chocolate. Okay. These are insane. First off, they do a lot of really great things for the body. They have a lot of great herbs and plants them, such as shatavari, uh, turmeric, you know, these are things for the harmony that's gonna balance your hormones or help to balance them. And then with the uh, gold chocolate, that is a nighttime beverage that helps ease you into sleep. They put magnesium in there as well, which is a huge deficiency. And on, all, on top of all of that, it literally tastes like some delicious hot chocolate. So if you guys are looking for some really good alternatives to, uh, you know, the drinks that you've been having, but something that's actually going to benefit you, go check out Organifi. I have them linked in the show notes, and if you use code ElementalEvan, you get 20% off. And on top of that, it's the holidays. So keep an eye out. They had a huge Black Friday deal going on, which is over now, but I'm sure they're going to have some other deals coming up. So stay posted on that. And then, aside from that, the other uh, brand or company, or honestly just amazing product that I wanted to t- uh, touch on is the Alitura skincare products. They are insane. Like, This time of year, my skin dries out so quickly. Uh, Living here in California during the winter time, uh, you get some very, very dry winds coming through, and it can seriously wreak havoc on the skin. You know, I mean, the lips are all chapped and everything like that. Yeah, it's not a pretty sight. So (laughs) what I love to do is I love to use their uh, face mask along with their uh, gold serum and their nighttime cream. It's super hydrating and all of the ingredients are super natural. There are things that you can actually pronounce and they use very, very high quality ingredients. I actually just spoke with the founder and owner of the company yesterday. Uh, if you go on my Instagram at ElementalEvan, you can go ahead and watch that IG live. It was a really cool conversation where he kind of broke down his favorite products and you know just why integrity in the quality of the ingredients is so important to him. And his name is Andy uh, Nilo. So yeah, go give that a listen. And, yeah, that's pretty much going to cover it. Oh, also, I will have the link for Alitura in the show notes as well. Once again, keep an eye out for all the deals. They had some incredible Black Friday deals going on. And also, if you use Elemental 15, you will get 15% off your first order. So, yeah, give them both a check. Uh, They are incredible. And once again, guys, I only, 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 only promote The products that I literally use all the time and I feel actually have benefit. Otherwise, I will not promote them. (laughs) So simple as that. Uh, You have the Evan sealed, uh, you know, guarantee that I found that they work for me and I truly enjoy them. So yeah, give them a check. They're going to definitely be some great uh, gifts to give during this time of year. And on that note, talking about the holidays, let's get into this episode. So... First, before we go anywhere, we need to discuss the holiday food, right? So obviously, this time of year, you're going to be going out, you're going to be having some bomb meals, you're going to be with the family, you know, you're probably going to be eating things you normally wouldn't be eating on a daily or even weekly basis. However, At this time, when you're at these, you know, holiday dinners or meals, you're not able to control the quality and type of food that's served at the holiday gatherings, or most likely you're not. Um, If you are, then you are in a very small percentage of the population, I would say. And for myself personally, I'm not able to control the type and quality of food being served at these gatherings, but that's okay. Uh, it would be actually way more of a hassle to try to convince everyone at, the, uh, at the, the you know holiday gathering to eat organic pasture-raised turkey that costs, you know, double or triple the amount as a conventionally raised turkey. And uh, to make sure everyone's using organic produce while making the different side dishes would be honestly like pretty much close to impossible for me to you know, monitor all of that. Uh, but here's the thing none of that matters, okay? And I am i mean, like, not completely in the sense that I'm saying uh, this food is healthy and, you know, go ahead and eat it leisurely as you wish, but I'm rather just saying that, you know, these one, two, three, or even five or five, or four or five days out of the next couple months are not going to destroy your diet, okay? So trust me, these holiday meals aren't going to be the reason you put on, you know, the extra 10 pounds or the reason you aren't able to meet your health or fitness goals. It's like literally the same thing as saying if you eat McDonald's seven days a week, but then you threw in a salad one day out of the month and this is going to make you healthy and lose weight. You know what I mean? Like the real work is done on the days in between the holidays and all the other months, you know, literally what, like January to October, basically, right? So those are the days and the months where you're really going to make the difference, where you're going to have the self-discipline to put in the work to keep that weight off or to eat healthy, uh, promote longevity, all those different things. So really, essentially, what I'm saying here is screw your diet and health plan for one meal. Honestly, (laughs) go eat the carbs, eat the cheese, Uh, you know, eat the over top, over the top sugary dessert and uh, all that processed stuff, you know, isn't good for you and enjoy it. I mean, why not? This is literally that one day out of the year where you're going to be, you know, around it and it's going to be hard to get away from. So... I don't think you need to stress too much on it and try to avoid it, you know, so harshly that it ends up like just being a bigger deal than it needs to be because it's literally just one meal. Right. Uh, it's, It's just so true. Like if you are eating healthy six days out of the week and you have one bad meal on that seventh day, trust me, that's not going to be you know, the make or break on your diet or your health goals or whatever it may be. So really, just don't stress it. I, um, you know, like personally, I find this true for myself, that if I'm stressing the whole time about eating clean and making sure that um you know i don't have too many carbs or i can't eat this or that because it was cooked with canola oil and constantly telling people oh no i have to i can't eat that because i'm on a diet or you know just anything of that nature you know you know grandma trying to serve you extra food of everything i mean to tell her no like i don't <laughs> that's a tough that's a tough one to do so realistically I just find this draining, and also I can just save all of that willpower that it would take for me to eat healthy on that day and just use it for the following day when I'm actually able to control the meals that I'm going to be eating and just focus on cleaning up my diet on that day. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's really just not worth the energy, personally, for myself. However, if you are one of those people that just simply can't let loose and enjoy the holidays, you know, you feel that you have to do something to stay healthy, that's fine. And what I'm going to tell you are a few tips and tricks on just kind of like how to justify eating those holiday meals, but really make sure they're not, you know, setting you back too far. Um, So the first one is just going to be very simple, and that's portion control. Okay, so this is literally the easiest and most effective way to ensure that that holiday meal doesn't leave you recovering for, you know, two, three days. Uh, So this means that, you know, when you're getting up, getting in line to dish out your whole plate, uh, you know, instead of doing a full scoop of, you know, the green bean casserole or a full scoop of the mashed potatoes, go ahead and do something like more like a half scoop. So, uh, really just kind of like limiting your portion size and making sure it's not, you know, just this massive plate that's going to leave you just like down and out for the rest of the day. Um, this is, you know, also a really good way to make sure that you try all the different dishes. You know, a lot of the times, uh, you can stack your plate and then by the time it's like completely filled you have no more room for all these sides that people brought. So uh, you know going a little bit less and being able to try everything but you know not stuffing your plate is a really really good way to ensure uh, that you're not overdoing it. Now the second thing I want to tell you is the 80% rule which actually should kind of apply to really all of your meals that you have but what this is is um, the 80% rule states that you should eat until you are 80% full. So this should feel like you know you're satiated with the meal, but you it's not like you're unable to move because you have this you know full belly filled with bricks, you know, and you need to take a nice long nap. Or as my fiance's family says, it's that food Tyson, that Tyson food. And I'm not talking about the chicken. I'm talking about the boxer. All right, you know you go up against Mike Tyson you're going to get knocked out. <laughs> so if you're eating that Tyson food, is going to knock you out. You definitely don't want to be in that state. Um, you want to definitely just eat enough food to where you feel like, you know, you're still able to move about and uh, not like you're just going to sink in the couch and then just, you know, not be able to move for the next hour or two. You know, you want to be able to still feel like, you're satiated with the food, but and you could eat more. but if you, you if you did eat more, you know that you would start to feel very groggy and, and kind of barred down by the food. So really sticking to that 80% rule is huge. You want to make sure that you uh, never really overly stuff yourself. So uh, the way that you could do that is just serve that first plate, you know, don't overdo it, maybe do the portion control. And then after you eat, Sit for about 30 minutes minimum and just kind of let that food settle and see how you feel after that. If you are truly very, very hungry still, then okay, you can get a little bit more, um, but really trying to catch yourself before you get to that, you know, overly stuffed feeling, which I'm sure you probably know about. Uh, I definitely do myself. <laughs> okay, and then number three is to focus on uh, vegetables. So if there aren't any side dishes at the holiday meal you're going to, then by all means, bring one. I mean, most of the time people do not say no to a person bringing a side dish or something like that. So, you know, this could be something very simple. You could do like uh, squash and root veggies. Uh, They're definitely in season at this time. And, you know, just throw some salt and pepper, maybe some paprika, um, a little avocado oil over the top, you know, and, and mix it all up and then bake it. Um, That's a very simple one, and it's also very tasty. Or you could do a stir fry of veggies, which is just kind of a bunch of different vegetables all sauteed together. Uh, There's a bunch of different ways to do them and also make them taste really, really good. Uh, But realistically, either way, I don't care what kind of vegetables it is, just make sure they're represented on your plate. Um, They can still help out and bring a lot of uh, beneficial properties to your plate, so definitely worth doing. Okay, and then now this brings me to number four. So this one is a very difficult one, and that is, you know, uh, the dessert portion of the meal. So I know it's difficult to hold back on, you know, if you just like want to enjoy the dessert, but if you are looking to try to, you know, have a little bit of balance in your holiday meal, Uh, then this is something you can go ahead and try. Otherwise, if you want, just go ahead and enjoy this. Enjoy the day, right? Uh, It's just one day, so it's not that big of a deal. But if you do want to try to uh, be a little bit more healthy with it, that would be to also control the portion size of the dessert. So instead of a full slice of pie, Maybe break that down into a half slice of pie and really focus on eating that piece of pie slowly so that you really actually enjoy every single bite. You know, you're focusing on the flavor and, uh, you know, just how delicious that piece of pie might be. And uh, that'll help you also feel like you're um, eating more than you kind of really are if you just slow down that meal. So, yeah, so you can do a smaller portion of whatever the dessert may be, and you can just take it slower, enjoy the meal. Uh, But I'm also here to tell you that, you know, a lot of people kind of have this issue where they might be on a diet or something and they break down and they eat that bad Food, whatever it may be. Let's say a cookie, right? So they break down, they eat a cookie, and then they think, oh man, I like I already ruined the day. You know, might as well just eat more. So then they eat one, two, three, four, five cookies, you know, and by the time they know it, they've eaten like a dozen. Okay, <laughs> it's definitely okay if you break down and have a cookie or a dessert or something like that, but I am here to tell you that one cookie is much better than two cookies, which is much better than three, and a lot better than four, and a whole lot better than five, and so on, and so on, and so on. Uh, just because you broke down and had one, it's okay to have just that one. You don't have to go and get a whole bunch more because you feel that you've ruined your diet. It's, uh, it's actually gonna be much worse for you if you do that. Um, and, you know, eating that one cookie is not gonna, like, make or break your whole meal, like, or your whole diet, like I said. So that's something very important to always remember as well. Uh, And then let's go on to number five. So this last one is to make sure that you go for a walk. So this can be, you know, any time really around your holiday meal. It could be, uh, you know, an hour or two before you eat. It could be an hour or two after you eat. It could be right after you eat as well. I kind of don't always recommend that because sometimes you do feel a little bit too full uh, to go on a walk. But if you feel up to it, go for it. And it's actually a really nice time to share a little bit of uh, time with your family on a nice outdoor walk. You know, enjoy the nature, get outside a little bit, and also help to get your metabolism running and your body moving. So at the minimum, I would say go for at least a 30-minute walk. Try to make this a semi-brisk pace so not like a leisurely stroll through a park but also not like one of those fast walking competitions or something like that oh man i love watching those videos they're ridiculous um <laughs> it just looks so funny all right sorry moving on uh so another point i also wanted to hit on is that it's super important to remember when it comes to longevity that, you know, uh, when you look at these blue zones, so once again, remember these blue zones are areas around the world where there are a high number of centenarians or people who live to over 100 years old. And one of the biggest takeaways we have from the blue zones is the uh, aspect of community. So your community is very, very important to the longevity, or um, you know, the lifespan that you will have. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for this, but let's not really dive into that too much right here. Just kind of understand that having a good community is actually super, super important. So, you know, share those stories, share some laughs, talk with the cousin you see twice a year, (laughs) and show love to all of your family and friends, okay? This is gonna do just wonders for your health, and it's gonna help lower stress levels, which is a good thing, being that we live in a world where our baseline stress level is at like an all-time resting high. Uh, Yeah, there's just a lot of benefits from having a really good community and spending time with that community. Um, And so on the note of stress, this takes me to my second point, which is discussions at the dinner table. (laughs) So obviously people don't always see eye to eye on things, especially when it comes to politics, uh, which given the current climate of things seems to kind of be inevitable to avoid. So instead of allowing these things to trigger you and send your stress levels through the roof... I'm gonna, I'm going to give you a few tips and tricks to stay calm, show compassion, and just have a lovely holiday. (laughs) Okay, is that so much to ask for? Uh, It kinda is, but all right, here we go. So, number one, when a conversation occurs that you know will start to make your blood boil, take a moment. Recognize that you are being triggered by this event. Once you've recognized that you're being triggered, take three deep breaths, okay? All through the nose and expanding your belly out when you inhale and contracting your belly back in on your exhale. What this is gonna do, it's going to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is literally your rest and digest system and will help you manage your stress and emotions better. So now after these three deep breaths that you took with a calm mind, just listen to the convo without any ties to it. And remember that it's just a discussion. And you know, your uncle or parent or sibling or anyone in between really only has the same amount of political sway as you do in this world, okay? Unless it's like the president of the United States is your dad or something like that. Realistically, at the end of the day, y'all pretty much have the same amount of sway as one another okay so it's like it's not like the you know what these people are talking about is literally going to become the truth in our you know in our world it's just a conversation so remember to just take it easy and just listen you don't have to be tied to it you don't have to you know feel that it has a a pull on you or get mad about the conversation because that's going to achieve absolutely nothing Remember, people do not respond well to people yelling at them and telling them they're wrong, okay? I'm pretty sure it's very rare. I don't have the statistics, but the amount of time someone has been like, you know what, you're right, after someone just screamed in their face is probably pretty low. So let's remember, not to yell at people, stay calm, and respond in a calm manner. And have an open conversation, okay? You don't need to always have a point. You can just have a conversation and just listen. That's something that we really need to do. You know, they always say, you were born with two ears and one mouth, so you're meant to listen twice as much as you speak. Uh, And then, at the end of the day, these are mainly opinions, and people are able to have differing opinions. That's the beauty of free thought, free speech, and freedom of censorship, okay? This is gonna bring me to number two. It is actually proven that it is good for your brain health to hear a differing point of view. Okay, so even though you may not agree with the conversations that occur, it's actually good for your brain to take a non-judgmental observation of the conversation and this has been proven to broaden your thinking. So, the reason this is true is because of a phenomenon called functional fixedness, okay? This is where you live your life on, you know, essentially the same path and method of thinking for such a long period of time that you begin to form these what's called frozen thoughts, which are deeply held ideas that no longer que- uh, that we no longer question, yet we should. Okay, so you see what's currently happening is that when you identify with a certain political party, let's say, okay, it doesn't matter which one, I, don't, I really don't care, just any of them, just pick one. Then you hop on Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media platform, and you start to follow these different people in the same party as you, you know, you like their stuff, you comment on it, maybe you post some of your own political content. Okay, well now these social media sites are using their algorithms to continue showing you more and more content from people with the same mindset, or maybe even something a little bit more radical, okay? And then what does this do? Well, it begins to solidify or, you know, quote unquote, freeze your thoughts to only see things from one direction. It's making even more and more to be that you are one-sided because you're lacking the view of the other side and are now viewing that other side as an enemy of sort, okay? So it's actually been shown that the U.S. is the most divided politically than it has been since the Civil War. Okay, <laughs> I mean, when I heard that, I mean, that's, that's a big, big statement. That's huge. Why, why, why is this happening, right? Well, I can tell you, it's because people aren't talking and keeping an open mind to views that differ from their own right? Uh, And not only that, but also we're getting so much one-sided opinions and views through our media sources. So you're really just kind of getting more and more rooted in one side. You know, I actually heard, uh, I forgot where I heard this from, but they say that back in the day when everyone would tune in on their radio to the like one news station, you know, five o'clock news, everybody was hearing from the same source, information. So there wasn't really like, oh, well, this site said this, this site said that, blah, 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 blah. There was just one, and people could come and speak about it openly and discuss it, right? So, and I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad or a good or a bad thing. You know, having other forms of opinions and um, news sources is a good thing, but it also can really kind of divide us and and set us in our ways. But going kind of back to keeping that open mind uh, to, you know, views that are different than your own, uh, I just want you to remember, As a human, you have innate rights, and one of those is the freedom to think and choose for yourself, not to have decisions made for you, and be told and marketed what is supposed to be right or correct, you know, quote, unquote. Um, so really being able to formulate your own ideas and thoughts and listening to other people to hear their opinions. So if you want to, you know, in a sense, kind of like increase your brain plasticity, meaning like the ability for it to, uh, learn new concepts, then talk and listen to people who don't have the same view as yourself. This will help you grow in understanding not only for them, but for them as you or but for them, (laughs) but for them to, to develop, uh, a different point of view of you as well. So, uh, by having that open conversation, you know, without the judgment, without the, you know, uh, uh, s- certain kind of point of view, you can actually create a better environment for having more uh, conducive conversations. And this is really huge, honestly. Like, this is something we all need to be doing right now. So, things aren't always black and white in this world, but rather a bunch of gray. And if you're really struggling with this, then just think of this whole topic as a brain exercise to increase your neuroplasticity and maybe just have these little conversations in spurts you know or listen into them in spurts and maybe break away for a little bathroom break for a few breathing exercises or something of that nature or just get away from it altogether okay and then this is going to bring me to my last point here which is If the conversations going around or going on around you are purely political, then feel free to break it up a little bit. Um, You know, when you see a moment in a conversation where it's died down or just in some kind of natural way where you can work in a new conversation, do it. And ask people stimulating questions or even just dumb questions, just anything, anything different to kind of break away from the whole political talk that's going on. So for example, I'm just gonna give you a bunch of questions here to use. How has your work been? How are the kids doing? How was the trip you took last month? What are some things you've been working on? How are your workout goals coming along? Do you have any New Year's resolutions? What are some items on your Christmas list? Any good Black Friday deals you're looking at? Where's a place you would recommend to travel to? Okay, those are up for grabs, feel free to use them, or just think of any kind of question that is going to lead to a different kind of topic and something that you guys will all enjoy and everyone can chime in on without having to have the, I guess I would say tension of, you know, the political differences and viewpoints. Okay, so that is pretty much gonna wrap up all the tips and tricks I have for this podcast, but I also did want to leave you with this, and that is this holiday season, please be sure to make a conscious effort to support small businesses. I don't know about you, but I definitely personally know a lot of small businesses that have actually gone out of business because they weren't able to make it through um, these last couple years, which is really a shame. Uh, you know, that's, a, that's a, a livelihood right there. And not only a livelihood, but it's also a beautiful service Uh, from people to the community and uh, it's really truly the backbone of our you know our society and so even if you just purchase one gift from a small business this uh, holiday season that's going to be so huge for them it's going to be massive it's going to be in my opinion much better spent than going to one of these large um, you know monopoly style uh businesses where they are literally making millions and billions of dollars a year and go give to your community help them out you know uh, there's some really great options out there just look around the internet can actually connect you with a lot of these small businesses and just you know in a sense vote with your dollar all right, well, that's gonna wrap up everything for today. Sorry to get a little deep there, but it's just something I felt really uh, passionate about and I feel needs to be um, highlighted more is really supporting the small uh, businesses around you and um, really supporting that you know diversity in things that are offered in, in your community. They really do help grow and expand the community. So that's gonna be my last point that I wanted to hit on. And aside from that, I hope you guys truly enjoyed uh, these tips and tricks for the holiday season. And I just hope you all stay healthy, happy, enjoy these holidays. And if you haven't already, please leave a review on Apple podcast. I read all those. I check all of those. I love to see them connect with me on Instagram. That's elemental underscore Evan, uh, reach out to me on there. Talk to me about anything you would like to health related, uh, any ideas for the show. I'm happy to hear them and just thank you for continuously tuning in. Uh, uh, you are all a blessing and I am extremely grateful for your listenership and I look forward to having you tune in to the next episode. Alrighty guys, do everything with good intentions and peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional.